Welcome to the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Mark Berry, CEO and founder of the Content Marketing Plaza, bringing you two new episodes each week where I and top-level guests teach you how to get on more stages and make a profit from your public speaking. And one of the big things about public speaking is that you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to pursue it. And for some people, getting out of that comfort zone is really hard. And even for well-established public speakers who they've been speaking for a while, to really push the envelope requires that we get out of our comfort zone. So today's guest who joins us today, he specializes in not just getting out of the comfort zone himself, but helping others get out of that comfort zone as well. So he is a he's passionate about helping people overcome obstacles and make choices that inspire them to live their best life. He is the founder of Entrepreneurs in Recovery, which he started as a way to transform the lives of over 5,000 men and women in addiction recovery through one-on-one coaching, facilitation, writing, and speaking. He recently published his first book, Smash Your Comfort Zone with Cold Showers. Today's guest for episode 13 of the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast is none other than Jesse Harless. Jesse, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Honored to be here. Thank you for having me on. Jesse, I'm so happy to have you on the show. And I'm looking forward to talking about the comfort zone because smashing it is so important uh, for achieving success as a public speaker and achieving success in any area that you're going after. So we'll definitely talk about that. Before we do, though, can you share a little bit with us on uh, just how your whole public speaking journey began? Yeah. So as someone who's you know, been sharing his recovery story of addiction for many years. It's, that's really where it started. So, you know, 22, I got into recovery from addiction and I started to share my story. It's like part of the, the culture. So to, to share what happened and after sharing it, oh my God, I don't know, hundreds of times, you know, you start to realize as your journey progresses and you progress as a person, you learn new habits, you learn new abilities, you get out of your comfort zone, you get new mentors, you start to share differently. And so I started to share about like personal growth. I started to share about breakthroughs. I, you know, I started to share about things that people weren't really talking about in the circles I was in. And so what happened was I started to get asked to speak at you know, different places than, than I normally would be speaking at. And that got me to think about new content. Like I couldn't share about the old content anymore. So I needed to share about, you know, personal growth and development, things I was doing. And, and that's what I started to do. And, and eventually that led to, you know, being, you know, it's kind of going forward quite a bit. It led to speaking on, you know, a stage with 400 entrepreneurs and, you know, and, and one of my greatest mentors and actually speaking before someone who was worth like a hundred million dollars and just like, how did I get there? Um, but again, it was just starting with sharing my story for 20 minutes, you know, in front of a group of people who wanted to hear about it and eventually led to much bigger opportunities. And it's interesting you mentioned you share your story. And I feel like if you do put stories in your public speaking uh, presentations, they're definitely going to be a lot better because we love to listen to stories. We're programmed that way. And I feel like though there are a lot of people who maybe they're not uh, into sharing their story, let alone in front of over 400 people. So how did you get more comfortable with sharing your story and uh, getting a little vulnerable with it? 
Yeah. I mean, I got, I got comfortable with just sharing like the stuff that was about me, whether it was painful memories or triumphs, but I got, I got, comfortable with sharing that stuff over and over again. And what would happen is as I started to add in different elements of, let's say, a habit I was doing, um, what would happen is people would come up to me and say, after I spoke and say, hey, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been listening to people for 30 years and I've never heard anyone say that about fear or about a morning routine or about cold showers, right? So it, there was something that I said <clears throat> during this speech that was something that someone hadn't heard before. And that was really a way to, to spark interest. So I think just sharing my, my story, being vulnerable, and then eventually having more content, right? Because if you're just sharing your story, that's great, but people need some content. And so eventually it became, okay, what can I talk about that's going to ultimately help people to smash fear or to, you know, make a decision to become an entrepreneur, you know, what, what would that look like? That type of talk. So, you know, today, event, today I now talk about that, that journey of fear. How do you get through the fear of just any fear? Um, but specifically fear with, you know, getting into recovery from addiction or fear from leaving a job or, you know, I can't talk about things I haven't experienced, right? I can't give something away I don't have. So I only talk about the things that I've actually done. Yeah, and it is interesting you bring up that fear because it is certainly something that uh, makes people stay in that comfort zone. It's the fear of messing up on the stage. It's the fear of doing something and realizing that it might not work. And I think really getting to that fear is a big part of getting out of the comfort zone. So I wonder if you could talk about how we can address some of the big fears that we have and just being able to plow through them. Yeah, I mean, probably the first fear... I would imagine most people have with speaking is just speaking and <laughs> just getting on the stage and doing it. And I remember, you know, when I first got asked to speak on a, on a bigger stage, I was terrified and, you know, I'm more, you know, I might seem like more of an extrovert, but I'm definitely in many ways more of an introvert mm -hmm. and uh, more along the highly sensitive person route. So I like my alone time and I don't always like being surrounded by people. So speaking in front of hundred people, 200 people or more, it was very uncomfortable. So, you know, I have, I have things that I've set in place. Like one thing I do is I mind map. So before I'm going to share a speech with anyone, I'm going to mind map my speech. So it's a visual representation of this path that I'm going to take people through. And if I don't have that path in my mind as an image that I really, to my, you know, I, in some ways I feel like I have no business being on the stage. I mean, the good news is you don't have to memorize every part of the mind map, but you know, cause inspiration will come. But for the most part, like a tool would be, you know, have a mind map that relieves so much anxiety when I've like mind mapped my speech 10, 20 times before I hit the stage. So I think that's one of the big tools um, that I use. Yeah, mind mapping is certainly really great. Uh, I feel like a lot of the reason people are uh, fearful or they can't get out of the comfort zone is because they don't know what steps to take. And once you lay it all out and you have that clarity, it is certainly easier to take those steps. I know you do help people get out of that comfort zone. One of the things you mentioned was cold showers. That's something in your uh, book. I'm wondering if you could talk about some of the ways you've helped people get out of the comfort zone, whether it's public speaking or, uh, you know, even something more general, like pursuing a goal or something like that. Yeah. So cold showers is a journey that I've started 
taking in 2015. It was a journey that was, um, had intention behind it because, you know, I struggled with social anxiety. So we're talking about speaking in this and I struggled with social anxiety most of my life, even into my thirties. And so I, you know, someone suggested cold showers. Long story short, I started taking straight cold showers. And what happened was I became a more confident person, actually relieved my social anxiety. And it took time. It wasn't an overnight matter. You know, no habit really is. So over time, though, I started to, to severely reduce, reduce my social anxiety and then boost my confidence. So this became a lifestyle habit every day. It was like brushing my teeth it was the same thing. The, the, you know, you have to shower anyway, so why not just make it straight cold? And by doing that, you know, I started to tackle huge obstacles and I started to play outside my comfort zone. So the over to the coming, the social anxiety was a big one, but, you know, boosting my energy and being more ready to tackle things that scare me every day. That's a big part of my book is like, you know, do one thing every day that scares you. You know, if you're not scared, you're not playing big enough. You know, those type of ideas, you know, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And well, how do I do that if I, if I physically don't feel like it? If I, well, jump in a cold shower, that will physically change the way you feel. <laughs> and I mean, definitely when like good habits, like taking a cold shower can really have a big impact on your life, boost your confidence and all that really compounds and the kind of effect it can have on your life. And cold showers, I mean, I've tried it. I get the idea it really wakes you up because someone else recommended it. But uh, for me, I just couldn't keep doing them. But I understand what you get from a cold shower. Uh, but I'm wondering if you could share with us some other habits that you would say have been pretty essential for you uh, as like achieving your success and also being able to thrive as a public speaker. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, right? I mean, we, we're, we're like, we're all, we're made up of habits, you know, 95% of our day is made up of con unconscious habits. So, you know, start to choose those habits. So I'd say that the habits, I mean, there's so many, I mean, one of them is, is elevating your mind, you know, reading books. Like if you want to become a public speaker, read, 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 listen to podcasts, uh, watch videos, watch documentaries, fill your mind with with, with information that's relevant to your genre. Who are you speaking to, right? So like I'm speaking to people who are entrepreneurs and people in addiction recovery and personal growth. So like I love to read all kinds of different books and all kinds of, listen to all kinds of different podcasts. So fill your mind, elevate your mind with podcasts and, and books. I mean, another one would be you know, you can journal, like it might sound crazy, but start journaling your day every day. Like but I've been journaling for 13 years and I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying it because a mentor of mine at 22 told me to write down your story every day, write down, write down some gratitude, write down uh, some like three highlights of the day. And I started to do that 13 years ago. Now, 13 years later, I still do it. And guess what? How, guess how much content I have now for my speaking, right? I can just go back to the oh, journal. Exactly. 13 years of it. So that's a big, those are some, some ways to start, I would say, with those habits. Yeah, and uh, I've heard about the journaling, but I never really thought of the public speaking uh, element to it because you can get a lot of ideas just from that journaling. And I know you mentioned you help people with addictions and uh, part of the addiction is like a stream of bad habits that follow. So we talked about some habits you use that currently work, but uh, for anyone who feels like they have a bad habit, and I think for a lot of us, those bad habits are pretty obvious. How can we combat those bad habits? 
Well, I mean, if you have, if, you, if there's something in your life that's causing you serious stress and it's affecting your relationships and it's affecting your work and it's affecting you showing up in your life as your full self, full potential, right? Then there's something you really want to take a look at. So something you want to, you want to pay attention to. So, I mean, there's so many ways to, you know, to skin this, right? I, like if you're, if you're someone who is struggling with a certain addiction, that's different. You know, if you're struggling with drugs and alcohol, that's, that's different than having like, let's say a bad habit, you know, a bad habit would be like, you know, I bite my nails all the way down and I don't have any nails left because I'm biting them off. It's causing me issues because, you know, it's causing me pain in my nails. You know, that might be a bad habit, you know? So, you know, how would you stop that? Well, you could get therapy for that. Um, you could, you could probably read, um, some books about that obsessive compulsive, whatever. And, you know, but if you're struggling with, you know, drugs or alcohol, I mean, that's, that's a little different because that's something that a lot of people don't have uh, an awareness to be able to stop. And so to be able to, to find ways to do that, I mean, you can find countless ways to do this 12 step groups. There's, you know, you can get a mentor, you can read books, but you got to find what works for you in your recovery journey. So, you know, bad habits or addictions, I mean, that's, that's, a personal journey for each person, you know, for me, like with social anxiety, um, or with, let's say caffeine, I was definitely, I would actually say it's a bad habit, but it almost could have been an addiction too. And I would say, you know, how did I stop that? Well, I replaced it with something else. You know, I can't just stop habits. I have to replace them with something else. And so, yeah, so I replaced it with cold showers because that was a big primer and gave me enough energy and confidence. I also replaced it with other eating habits and fasting. You know, intermittent fasting was a big one. Uh, that's interesting. Replace the bad habit with another habit. Have that substitute in place so that uh, it's easier for that replacement to happen. And I think that's a really great insight. And I feel like we've had a lot of great insights throughout this episode. For people who want to learn more about Jesse, he did come out with his new uh, first book, Smash Your Comfort Zone with Cold Showers, which will be in the show notes. Jesse, are there any other ways that we can find you on the web and keep following you on your journey? Yeah, I would say check out recoveryfacilitation.com if you want to learn about the work I'm doing today in the world. And also check out jesseharless.com if you just want to learn a little bit more about me. That's, I'd say, the best places to find me. Jesse, thank you so much for sharing those resources and all the great insights with us. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it.